Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidem Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidem podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Anyway, on with the show. Welcome to the <laughs> <laughs> Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. And this is episode number 66. 66. 66. It's almost evil. Well, if there was one more six in it, it would be evil. It's already evil. I'd say it's mostly evil. We already went to the dark side. But it's 66. <laughs> we, we were claimed for the dark. Claimed for the dark. Yes, that, that we were. 66. 66. Yeah, it's already halfway there. 66. 66! Hey, we're getting closer to 69. Yeah. This sexy episode. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting so close. We're going to have to do research for that. <laughs> yeah. Oops. It'll be a fun episode. Yeah, I think it will be. I can't wait for 69. That'll be fun. Yeah, because we can talk about sex forever. <laughs> you can talk about sex forever. I, on the other hand, will start gagging and throwing up in the other room. Yeah, because you're special. I'm not. You don't like to do anything. That's not true. I just think that you are kinkier. I don't think so. Then the average bear. I'm just down for most things. I'm just down for whatever. That doesn't mean I'm kinky. Yeah. So how did you want to do the talk about the funeral? I don't want to introduce this because it's like, you know, I'm just really bad. The funerals just aren't my thing. Yeah. Really bad with handling this stuff. We, to explain Squid's randomness, we went to a funeral. Yeah. And our grandmother. Our grams grams. She passed away. It's the reason why we had that gap in the podcast recently. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was sad, and uh, became. St- I don't know, the whole experience just made me starkly aware of how not religious we are. Oh, yeah, that was crazy, because it's like, our grandma wasn't necessarily, like, she was was religious, because, you know, that whole time period of people are religious as fuck, but she kind of had, like, this falling out with the church, so it was basically after a certain point, I think it's because they refused to marry one of their sons because the wife he was trying to marry wasn't their same religion or it was like a different branch of the same religion. I have no idea. But it was such bullshit that um, they were basically like, we spent the last 20 years doing nothing for the church and you guys are seriously going to do us like this? So they just kind of decided that they didn't need religion to still be close with God and they stopped going. But on our grandmother's uh, deathbed, she requested a full Catholic ceremony. Yeah. So we had to sit through that. I don't even know if that was like a full Catholic ceremony either. I feel oh, you like think that, it was, was, that was a minimalist ca- like Catholic. Well, that's what she wanted. She wanted a religious funeral. So, yeah. so of course, she got it. Because I feel like a, a balls to the wall Catholic funeral would be like, I, f- I have a feeling it would just take all day. Oh, you mean like an actual like religious? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that the communion thing would have taken a lot longer if there were more Catholics there. Uh, 
that was really funny. Yeah, if you're if you're uh, religious and you go to church every day, like come up and have some bread, and rest of y'all we sit down. Yeah, the rest of y'all can just sit there in silent prayer. Yeah, because we we kindly ask that you don't take of the sacrament, because like you Stuff. can't sit here. We we wear pink today. Right? It was like, I felt like I was being shamed. Yeah. And like, she was so, like, the chick was so bitchy, too. It felt like she was looking right at us when she said that. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you're not religious, we ask that you please don't I'd participate. Like, I'd be like, bitch, I don't eat bread. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking the whole time when the, I saw that they were getting the shit, like the wine and the, the bread or whatever it is that they get. I'm like, fuck, they're not going to make us eat this, are they? They're not going to actually make us do this shit. I was freaking out for a bit. Because I thought I was going to have to, like, drink the wine or eat the bread. I don't want... I didn't want... I wasn't about that life. Oh. Oh, I didn't even go there. Because I was like, there's, there's I, there, no way they're making you? No. I was scared they were going to make us. I, I, I was like... I was literally... Nah, I'm not moving from my seat. I don't care. I'm not going to... Yeah. <laughs> All I kept thinking was, hope no one's offended that I'm not going to get up. <laughs> That's all, right. that's all. But then after she said that, like, nobody said Yeah, we were all like, fine. And then they kind of looked around the room like, Bueller? Bueller? And then yeah. I think um, two people did. But they, they felt like sympathy standings. But it was just, it was pathetic. I don't know. And the, I didn't really like the the priest because he was acting like she, like, he literally said at one point in the sermon that she came to church every week and that we should all go to church every week. And you're like... No, she didn't. Did nobody tell him about her relationship with the church? They said that they did, but that they didn't care. Wow. Yeah. So, to me, he just basically used the spot as, like, a recruiting thing. Yeah. Like... Plus, he talked a lot about himself. I zoned out when he was speaking, so I didn't hear any of that. Nah, he was just... Yeah, he was just talking about his choices in life and where he's gonna go and um, what he can do to be a better person and... I guess it was supposed to be like a lead through example type speech or an inspiration through example. But honestly, it just came off as stop talking about yourself. I just want you to talk about my grandma. Yeah. Or stop. Like, so we can, you know. Yeah, or like say something about death, you know, and about how. I noticed that the, the ceremony was very much about skirting around the idea of death i think it's because in their religion there's heaven after so death is just a transition but i would have loved to hear more on that because you're at a fucking funeral so you you're trying to talk to a grieving family like talk to them about how she's in a better place now like all i did was say that she's with god and they kept saying that same sentiment it was a lot of telling not really much showing yeah. Someone needs to write his sermons. Well, you know, I think it's also because we're used to Los Angeles churches where the talent level is much higher. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if it's passion even, level. I don't even know if it's even that because I haven't been inside a church. I, I think the only, well, I the used only to thing get, I have, for example, is, is what I've seen on TV. No, I used to get dragged around to churches because my friend in high school, uh, like, got really into religion after her breakup with her boyfriend. Uh. And because I was a singer, uh, she wanted me to go with her to her choir thing. Mm. And they basically, like, I'd never been in this church before. I know nothing about religion. And she dragged me up to the front 
where the pastor was put me in the choir and made me sing the entire fucking ceremony each time she took me which was like five different times that's weird yeah they even made me wear their church shirt Betcha don't regret that now. What? Doing all that for some, some hoe you don't know anymore. Nah, like, I get what she was doing. She was trying to make it fun for me. Because she's like, she's a singer. She'll enjoy singing. But why, though? Why do that to you? Right? I would have been fine with sitting in the pew while she was up there in her choir. Well, not even that. It's like, can't you hang out after church no because she does church and then she hangs out with her friends from church after church well yeah but then well, that's I think when that's, you can come hang with her i think that's also the thing is that it's like a conversion thing i'll take her with me or like she probably told her friends oh i want you to meet my friend she's really cool oh does she go to what does she go to this church or what does she no she doesn't oh you should bring her by and then afterwards we can all hang out yeah, you know yeah. it's it's that whole uh brainwashing technique I'm not really into religion, in case you can't ascertain that. Like, I think they're all cults. I think every single religion is a cult. Yeah. It's just whether or not it's, it's, they're all different levels of cult. And it's just whether or not you're in one. And Speaking of cult, like, that reminds me of that story with Allison Mack from Smallville. Um, from Allison Mack, Allison Mack from Smallville, remember her? Yeah, I remember, yeah, Chloe. Yeah, do you know what's happened? Yeah, she was caught doing sex shit or trying to, like, steal chicks and sell them into sex slavery and shit. Yeah. Through, like, a cult. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. What the hell? And that, not only that, but the the dude would brand the ladies, like, with his name. The fuck. Girls go crazy when they fall in love, Jack. Is, was that, is that what that is? Is that she's in love? I have no, I honestly... I thought she lost her mind. Doesn't... Don't we all go crazy sometimes? <laughs> You're like, I am not close personal friends with Allison Mack, no matter what you've heard. It's just... It's one of those things where it's just like... Yeah, it's crazy that she did that. But you kind of got to think. She, she was an actress. You know, they're not mentally stable. Cry. Yeah, and okay. I could see I could see it happening either for love or because money, but I don't even know. I try and avoid cults generally as as a rule of thumb. I avoid them, give them a wide berth. Seems like a good rule. Yeah, so I honestly don't know how it works. Only thing I know is that if it sounds kind of shifty, I want to just go over there. <laughs> you know, I just don't. <laughs> You're like, I don't like that we're all drinking out of the same Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like, um, I prefer my religions without Kool-Aid. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, this was fun, but I'm gonna go over there and tell three other people where I've been. <laughs> so. Three other people. <gasps> just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I'm not very. I'm gonna go this way and drink like Mountain Dew. Out of a can that hasn't been opened yet. Yeah, what <laughs> one that's not communal, right? Do you guys not <laughs> prefer my my do uncommunal? Right. Do you guys got any of that single do? <laughs> Sydney doesn't share food. Sydney doesn't share food at all. So that's not happening. <laughs> 
since since we couldn't really have too much of well, no, what we were just talking about what Shape of Water. Uh huh. Since we figured we wouldn't have a lot to talk about, we then watched a movie that is certified good by us. Well, okay. Uh, beautiful creatures. I love this movie. But it is a chick flick. Yes. It is 100% a chick flick. It's witches and magic and love. And 16-year-olds. Yeah, and, and juniors in high school. All that angst. Yeah, angst galore. And having like, to sacrifice love for the future. All Southern stereotypes, too. Yeah, a bunch of religious shit. I'm not shit. even sure everyone was doing the same accent. Yeah, that's true. But you know what was, what was weird? Because they kept using the word bitch a lot in the movie. Yeah. I was kind of getting triggered. You didn't like the, them saying it all the time? No. I mean, the first time they said it, I'm like, well, okay, the movie's from 2012. Like, I get it. Yeah, they keep calling her a bitch. Yeah. And then I kept telling you uh, it was um, interesting how everything was like a menstruation type archetype for that shit. Yeah, it was women couldn't, con- like, it's of the, the, the people who could control magic, they call themselves casters. And uh, when they turn 16, they either are claimed for the light or the dark if they're female, where men can be either or, because they said that apparently because the female heart is one way or the other. Yeah, the word, we can't control our emotions. Yeah. Much. I felt like the movie was a bit, like... Sexist! Yeah, the movie was a bit sexist, which is weird. I, I really... It kind of makes me upset, because this reminds me of when I started rewatching Scrubs, and I'm not okay with the Todd anymore. Yeah. Because looking back, I used to think that Todd was hilarious. It was funny, but now it's just... Yeah, and now being on the other side of that, I would get so mad. Be like, God, the Todd is disgusting. Yeah. And that type of person in the workplace, I would fucking... Because he means it. Yeah, because he's he would literally sleep with anybody. And I can't. Uh, that guy can't work with me. Yeah. I, w- um, I would... I need report on him so fast it, it would be too much and it's just it kind of makes me really sad because it was just like what it was literally five years ago it was like what Tom Segura said huh remember he was like so we can't say retarded anymore it's like it was right there that's gone <laughs> yeah like there was a time yeah we could almost touch it mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I can't, and it was upsetting me because uh, what in the movie the the one the the moment I realized that I didn't like it when I love this movie and it never bothered me before. Yeah, I know it didn't bother me either. But um, her cousin shows up. Oh, Emmy Rossum. Yeah, Emmy Rossum. Gorgeous, gorgeous gal. And he looks at her after everything happens, and he's like passed out in her room. He comes to and he's like, "So your cousin's a bit of a bitch." And then she's like, well, she used to be, and then we get her whole backstory, and then he goes, isn't manipulating others to have them do your bidding, like, the definition of a bitch? Yeah. And I was just like, ugh. But to be fair, she did kind of kidnap him and, like, almost kill him. So I would say you're kind of allowed to call a girl a bitch when she almost tries to kill you. Yeah, I think that you can say that that bitch is crazy. that's, That's a bitch thing to do. Killing people, trying to kill people, kidnapping them. Yeah, but it wasn't her fault. Well, I mean, then you can argue that why was she the young girl? I mean, that's the whole point about this movie is is that I forget her name. With the lead chick? Yeah. I can hear him yelling her name at the end, but now I'm forgetting it. 
Laura. No. Is it Leah? <laughs> Leia. No. It would have would have been too many too many Han Star Wars. Solo yeah, because yeah, the the main male yeah, lead in yeah, this yeah, is Han the new Solo, Han Solo, which is why we were so excited when he was cast. And because he's else got such good off. charisma that he has the best charisma ever in this movie. Do you know who else was up for Han Solo though? Huh? Your dude from Kingsman. Really? Yes, he was he was up for it. It would be weird to hear Harrison Ford call people brav. <laughs> brav. <laughs> well, let's get that brav. But, no. but yeah, no, he's got that charisma down, but he's kind of too baby face for Harrison Ford. Harrison True. Ford has character. Maybe he has to be a little bit more uh, rugged, like how this kid is. Yeah, but this kid's kind of. I don't think he's the right kind of rugged. For I mean, it's I, hard to find that in a kid, though. Yeah, I know. And and the thing is, they've already cast it. There's no reason to have this discussion. You just kind of got to hope that he's going to be good at what he does. But I have a feeling that it doesn't matter who got cast as a young Han Solo because I think most Star Wars fans would have preferred it if they would have just kept Harrison Ford and used the Captain America magic on his face to keep him young. I don't know if they, they would have liked that, though, because everyone was pissed off about the Leia shit before she died uh. everyone was pissed off about the cgi stuff they were like yeah that's weird why you even write that in it's weird yeah i guess you're right i don't know it's too hard to please that many people so you know i just i hope he does they're they've already filmed it it's coming out real soon i, ha- I have a feeling though no one's gonna give a shit the only thing everyone's focused on is donald glover oh is uh is lando Calrissian. so i don't think I don't even think that it's going to be about Han, really. The hype. So you think it's all going to be about Danny Glover? Yeah. Like, it didn't matter who was cast as Han Solo. That's good. Anyway, uh, so we started watching Beautiful Creatures. Yes. <sighs> yeah, women don't have control over themselves. It's a good movie, though. The thing is, is that Beautiful Creatures is one of the ones that... It's kind of like a comfort movie. Super comfortable. Like, it's... Uh, I got so choked up. I know it, you did. That was crazy. It was there was so much sweet going mm-hmm. on in this movie. Bunch of fluff. So, Lots like, of fluff. This was lit. It was literally like having girl cotton candy. Yeah, like girl cookie dough. Yeah, this was just. It's just especially for those of us that like magic and like you like supernatural, supernatural love stories. Stuff. Yeah, and and also like because yeah, beautiful creatures is a perfect example of a good supernatural love story. Yes. Not Shape of Water. <laughs> Not Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to see... You a can't judge, do it with adults. No. And the thing is that they were technically different races. She was a caster. He was a mortal. Like, but one can... They could both talk. Yeah. And they were both kind of the same age. Like, it, you know, there's stuff that makes sense. Yes. I think that instead of seeing The Shape of Water, you should see Beautiful Creatures. Yeah. Because I will... Same diff. Yeah. I mean... It's still a pretty movie. I mean, it's kind of got a lot of... Um, She's got some eyeliner on. Right. It's nice. It, it's kind of considered um, to be something like Twilight-esque. Yeah, Twilighty, Covenant-y. Underworldy. Kind of like, er- like Harry Potter's girly sister. <laughs> yeah, it's it's right there in the, the young adult mystical shit. Like, I totally understand. Because Beautiful Creatures was a young adult novel. Yeah, like Secret Circle. Yeah, or... Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm, all that stuff. It's right there in that vein. But I think the reason why there's so many of those movies is because... It's a, it's a, it's a fun genre to be in. It is. It's a very fun genre to be in. And uh, Shape of Water made it not fun. 
Yeah, not fun. Mm-mm. But this is a good, I mean, you, but you have to know what you're getting into going into it. So, I mean, if you want to see a good supernatural relationship movie, I would go with Beautiful Creatures over Shape of Water. Just for Jeremy Irons. The, the thing is with this movie, there are some scenes that are so well acted. Yes. It's ridiculous. Oh. And then there are scenes that are so bad. <laughs> that I'm just, it just, oh, I cringe. Which ones were the ones that were bad for you? Remember the expositional Jeremy Irons? How is it that he can, this mortal steps through her magic? Yeah. You're that, like, but what else was from, from that? Like, I know that scene, but I feel like that's the only scene. No, there was, um, when, the thing is, is, uh, Helen Mirren? No, wrong name. The main bad chick in the movie is played by, uh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Emma Thompson! Okay, so the main, uh, bad chick in this movie is Emma Thompson, and she's great. She's got a lot of, like, personality and sass, but then there's moments when, like, she's dying or when she's going a little bit too over the top. I loved how over the top she was. No, I know, but but that last scene where she was, like, dying and she had the thing ripped out of her, you know, yeah. I thought was way overacted with her hands clenched and looking up. I loved it because I was like, she knows what movie she's in. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It felt, felt like that the reason why it was so well executed is because they they weren't kidding themselves what kind of movie it was but there were so many good actors in it yeah like jeremy irons viola davis um emma thompson mm-hmm. emmy rossum mm-hmm. like who else was in it was that it uh that chick i really like from that other movie zoe deutsch oh yeah from uh vampire academy, academy. yeah Oh, that's another one that's in that vein. Yeah, that one's also really... I mean, that one's a worse movie, but it's still... I really like Vampire Academy. I liked it, too. I mean, there's a difference between what I think it's 1 through 10 should be in a rating and then what what my enjoyment was. Yeah. Just exactly like how we thought Shape of Water should be a 7, but it feels more like a 4. Yeah, whereas something like Beautiful Creatures, I know has got to be like a 5 or a 4 in the general consensus. But for me, me it's like an 8 or a 9. It's so good because I love it. It's just, it's totally different. That would be a 10 for me. It would be a 10. The movie would be a 10. It was pretty good. And But the thing is, we had smoked before we saw it again. So I do think... Like, don't get me wrong. I totally understand that when watching these movies under the influence, they get so much better. Yeah. So much better. It's ridiculous. But then if you do that with other movies, it's just, you're just scared and confused. Mm-hmm. I'd rather enjoy. I'd rather, yeah. Enjoy. But that's the thing. We knew what kind of movie it was going in. Like, you know you can smoke for Jumanji. Oh, God, that was amazing. But you probably shouldn't smoke for Inception. No, you'll you'll get scared and uh, confused. Yeah, which is what happens every time we try and watch it, which is why we end up passing out and falling asleep. Oh, yeah. We still haven't caught, saw, seen, seen it all the way all through. Inception. No, because we keep falling asleep. Keep getting asleep. incepted. Yeah. <laughs> we do. It's like they incept us during the movie. Uh, that was like uh, with, what else? That one movie, The Expendables. We were like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, I remember that. We tried watching that stone. That's too intense. I can't. I like felt, felt like you were getting having a heart attack because yeah. of how much adrenaline but pumping but action there was. Neither one of us could get up and turn the movie off. No, we could. No, but we had to yell at our mom to come over and press the button on the remote. Yes, like shut the movie off, shut the movie off. We can't. <laughs> too much. It was way too much. Uh, then we had to play Guitar Hero to calm down. Yeah, but that was fun. Hey, but like. 
oh god even that scene with viola davis when she found finds out that in that that scene where his memory is just gone oh yeah and the camera just slowly zooms in on her face so you just get the reaction of viola davis's character being like fuck this girl wiped the memory of the man she's in love with yeah because this whole story it's revolving around these two kids who are destined for each other they Mm -hmm. keep throwing that word around destiny and their relationship is so cute you really root for them yeah i think that their relationship is a great example of puppy love yes it's and teenage puppy, love, puppy love, and it doesn't act like it's more than that. Exactly, either. it doesn't. Because when you watch a show like Vampire Diaries and you see Nina Dobrev get with like the main Seven, guy, yeah, it's, then... it's so intense and so broody and so this is love, you know. And this is literally like kids making out and adults going, "Stop that!" <laughs> yes, <laughs> like stop it. You're distracting each other. Get back to work. It's 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 a it feels very realistic. Yes, for puppy love. Yes, but intense puppy love, like the first love. Yeah. And that's like when they had that scene where Jeremy Irons is 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 talking to his sister uh-huh. and she's explaining how like oh no, like they're like they're all, you see the way they look at each other, like they're like they're they're gonna be so in love and it's gonna be so intense and you know like as soon as that ends. Like yeah. and because it's coming to her sixteenth yeah, birthday the, the when whole, she's claimed the whole the plot of the movie is that this chick is basically going she's about to get claimed for either light or dark and they're saying she's definitely going to turn dark yes because a scorned woman will turn dark yeah she won't be able to help it she will become a bitch yeah the second that she, the second that this puppy love is over, the heartbreak, the, the pain, bitter, and the bitterness. It's enough to make any woman turn dark. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I think I died. Yeah, in that scene. and that scene, you're just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny and so spot on. It's like, it's, yeah. you know what? That's a really good plan. Yeah, heartbreak makes chicks and, crazy, and it's like you can't do anything about it. And mm. I, I never really, I don't know, I've never focused on that aspect of it before. Because uh, I always make fun of the kids in the movies for being in love. Like, mm-hmm. God, you'll get over it. You're only 16. Yeah. Like, you don't know real love. Like, yeah, exactly. You're always like, yeah, screw you guys. But look, that's what it actually feels like, though. Yeah, because you can't help it. If yeah. You, you fall when you fall. and That's all you can see. That's, that's it. And you're going to go through it the way you're going to go through it. And it's going to be painful. Mm. And you're not going to be able to mask it. It's, nope something you're gonna go through some way eventually and that was such a good plan yeah yeah and she's like and i didn't even have to do anything like they came together on their own yeah like all i'm gonna do is try and speed it up yeah that's crazy that's that's devious yes that's devious it was like when i had seen tangled with marley oh and the mom was all like it was manipulating everybody behind the scene and she's like come back to mommy yes like i'm like we'll let her go out because this guy will let her down yeah and we're like fuck and marley's like fuck that's vindictive well she but, didn't say fuck she probably said oh golly gee oh, golly gee yes oh wow goodness gracious that that mother that mother is bad she's mean (laughs) but she was though it was that kind of smarts just to just use something so guaranteed yeah that that there will be a point when he lets her down and you just gotta wait yes you just gotta wait so i'll blow up and we won't have to do shit yeah god but if and honestly through the movie i feel like them interfering 
only made them stronger made her stronger yeah. yeah had they let this happen naturally then they would have tore each other down eventually yes yeah i'm totally there with you yeah so they them all the adults getting involved only made those kids cling harder because mm-hmm. if it was like stupid high school bullshit he would have done something wrong and she would have gotten upset there you know he would have gotten something wrong because he doesn't understand where she's coming from it's like they're too different to not have issues true but what we were talking about was that scene with Viola Davis mm-hmm. when she's staring at at him while he's completely forgotten who she is who she is because she the 16 year old who's going to go through I forget we forget keep forgetting her name yeah that's annoying i need to remember her name well she's about to go through the claiming for yeah. either light or dark so she decides to take away all of his memories uh lena it lena. is lena no, you said Leia. Leia. Oh. I forgot the end. Lena. He's, he's Ethan. She's Lana. Mm-hmm. And uh, she takes away all of his memories of her because obviously what you're going to do once you turn evil is kill everybody. And be- kill everybody who loves you. Because it's not like they turn evil evil. It's more like they don't longer have a soul. Yeah. Yeah, they don't no longer have a soul. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you're only looking out for number one, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yep. No compassion. Then you become a sociopath. Yeah. Except that you really like you. Because I feel That's... like sociopaths don't really like themselves either, do they? I think they do. Is that a psychopath? Psychopaths love themselves. Okay, so it's not a psychopath. Maybe it is a psychopath. Yeah, a psycho- the only difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is that a sociopath is made, a psychopath is born. That's the only difference. So these are sociopaths. They are made. Unless they're born this way. <laughs> Baby, I was born this way. Ooh, but Viola Davis way. stares Baby, at her in that scene, and she just has tears in her eyes as you're watching her figure out like that this girl gave up her first love. Mm-hmm. And I was crying like a baby. I know you were. Because I was like, man, this is a really good scene. I really, and I looked over at you and you're crying. And I'm like, are you crying? Because <laughs> I'm such a crybaby. You it's are. insane. You're a total crybaby. It was this, a good movie, though. Yeah, but, oh, God, I, I'm so glad I was able to enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, that I wasn't, I, I wasn't claimed for the dock. <laughs> God, this movie's so sexist. I swear. It's so accurate. Super accurate. But um, such a good scene because there were, there were a lot of really oh the Emmy Rossum scene when she when she has her claiming oh I love know, yeah. it yeah I mentioned that was a that was a, a great it was a great moment uh, yeah and the, just the way it was shot too mm-hmm. her underneath that street light I love the way that they had her powers work too because she kind of looks like an old school like out of an old pinup magazine out of an old like black and white movie like yeah whatever that kid thinks is attractive at yeah that so that's time, what she, she became she becomes yeah and that's so cool yeah her siren powers were ridiculous oh uh, god she played that she played that so well mm-hmm. i want to say it's akin to like Charlize theron in in um snow white yeah where she just goes into it yeah where that's just a great role for that actress yeah yeah i'm right there with you she was great now, I don't really think that there's a particular scene that I like. It's I like the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, I like the whole the whole goddamn thing. There's a lot of tornadoes in this. A lot of lightning. She can control the weather. True. That's a scary ass tornado. You know, it kind of actually makes me want to read the book. Yeah. Yeah, just to see 
if it's the charisma of the actors that I'm picking up on or if the book is actually that good because if I enjoy the movie this much you'll probably enjoy the book exactly that's what I was thinking and you can add it to your whole giant list I'm surprised you didn't oh that's because I gave those away that's why you never got into them what because I think during your binge you, instead of reading Twilight like five times, you might have read it like twice and read well, like maybe re- Secret Circle I, or Vampire Diaries. They're at such a low reading level that I can kick them out in like an afternoon. I know, but I mean, had I had the other books, but I gave those away. Yeah. Beautiful Creatures, great movie. Watch it in such shape of water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I would just like to let you know that the following content will be having Infinity War spoilers. Super spoilers! Because me and Jack have finally seen Infinity Wars. But I do know that uh, the internet is dark and full of spoilers, and people have been working extra hard to make sure nobody gets spoiled in these last couple weeks. Yeah, how'd you know that? Look at 9gag. When did you start going on 9gag? Since you showed it to me a few years ago. Seriously? You never told me that. Anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to start talking about it. If you haven't seen it, I do recommend that you go see the movie. I mean, it's like highest grossing film fucking ever, so. In the history of life. Like, in the history of everything. So, that's on you if you haven't seen it. And by the time this episode's released, you should have fucking seen it. Yeah, for real. If because, you were going to see uh, it, you would have seen you, it by the time this episode was released. Yeah, because, honestly, if you... If you ha- don't already know exactly who dies and all that other shit, like, if you if you don't know what the movie's about by now, I don't know how you survived in the Earth. <laughs> I don't know your survival skills. Well, because I'm just wondering, like, there's no way that they're going to be able to keep the spoilers for, the next for very much longer. Yeah. It's already starting to leak a bit. Yeah. I'm actually surprised at how the, long the spoilers have been kept off the internet. People have been really, really good with it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's awful. You don't want to... Ruin that for somebody. Yeah, because it's such a good experience. It's so much fun. So much fun. So much fun, yeah. So if um, you haven't seen it and you're going to see it, I would recommend stopping the podcast and returning to it later when you have seen it. We're still going to be here. We're not going yeah. anywhere. Or if you don't give a shit, then yeah. you just want to hear us riff. Yeah, if you're fine with uh, spoilers, then you know what? <laughs> to each On, their own. Yeah, to each their own. But honestly, I would not have wanted to know. Like, and yeah. I'm and I'm a, and I'm someone that doesn't mind spoilers, but for this one, I wouldn't have wanted to know. Yeah. So before we went into Infinity Wars, because we've seen like all the movies, I we, think except for Black Panther. Yeah, it's the one we haven't seen yet, but it's coming out on DVD, so we're gonna be able to see it. Um. So we just or I thought it would be fun if we played Infinity War Bingo. Yes. Because I heard that there were going to be a lot of deaths because they have given, the creators uh, have given, Paul Feig has given information that after Infinity Wars, the whole universe was going to change. The whole MC universe was going to shift into its next heroes, you know? None of the old ones are on. I don't think um, Chris Hemsworth signed on to do any more Thors after this. Like, there's a bunch of stuff where they're just going to move into their new direction and that nothing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was supposed to be the same after Infinity Wars. Like, we're supposed to um, pass the baton, if you will. Yeah, to the next phase. Mm -hmm. But they use phase, the word phase, for all of their phases. So technically it's not the next phase. It's like the next arc. Yeah, because honestly it's very true. I mean, it it wasn't... 
the way that they had said it was, you know, deliberately misleading. Yeah. So that no one would know where they were coming from, which makes complete sense that they would do that. It's just, I didn't know where the fuck they were coming from. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun if we played Infinity War Bingo. So I printed out blank bingo cards and we wrote down names of characters that we thought were going to die in Infinity Wars. And whoever got bingo would win. I honestly wasn't even thinking like that. I just... Uh, you just, I, wrote, I just characters. wrote characters. I think that's why you won. You just wrote characters. I just put I everybody I putting remember. strategy into it. I was thinking which characters would they be okay with dying? Which ones are I know signed on to do future movies? Which ones are just started? Which ones have been successful? Like that's where I was coming from. Personally, I was trying to figure out who would Marvel be willing to lose in a big ass chunk. So I had down, like, Captain America and Iron Man and Thor. I had all the original sex. I knew that the originals weren't going to be there anymore. I had, like, uh, Natasha Romanoff. I had Hawkeye. I had them all. And yet, at the end of this movie, all of the OG Avengers are still alive. Yeah, as everybody else had died. I could have sworn. I would have bet money Captain America was going to die in this movie. I would have bet money that Tony Stark was going to die. Right? I mean, they even set it up way in the beginning where he's getting married. And it's like, of course he's going to die then. Yeah. like Before he gets to marry anybody. Right, or before he has kids. Like, he's definitely dying. Yeah. Could have sworn, and then uh, I think they're doing this, this on purpose. Okay, because <laughs> personally, I think they're doing this on purpose because you know that the second part of it, time's gonna reset. Because Strange had something up his sleeve. I'm positive because he said to Tony as the in the in the spaceship after they took it over, and it was just him, Tony, and Spider Man. He said directly to him, "I would let both you and the boy die to protect this stone." Exactly. To protect the stone from Thanos. So, at that last bit, when they fail to get the gauntlet off of his hand, and he's about to kill Tony, uh, Doctor Strange takes the ne- has the necklace pop, you know, the stone comes out, and he gives the green stone to Thanos and says, just don't kill him. Yeah. I mean, I'm in this, I'm on the same page as you, like... He I has something up his sleeve. I know he does. He's something up his sleeve, but I don't know if what's up his sleeve is going to save anybody, though. I think it will, because he said that way. He's, he, that's the, the only spoiler we've seen online so far is, be like Doctor Strange. He's seen the ending to Infinity Wars 14 million times, and, and he, he hasn't did, said hasn't anything. spoiled it. Yeah. That's, like, the only spoiler that's allowed right now. What's funny is uh, what I'm also seeing is just a bunch of, like, fuck Star-Lord. Oh, yeah. And a bunch of thank you for your service, your service, your service, not you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Because it's true. They would have gotten the gauntlet right then and there if he hadn't lost his shit over Gamora. Yeah. 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 But it's also true that if Thor had aimed for Thanos' head, we wouldn't be in that situation either. True. Thor's was a stupid mistake. And Peter Quill's wasn't? This is a really stupid mistake. Well, I think one was a tactical mistake and the other was an emotional mistake. That's the difference. But still, so... So, my, the thing is, is that everybody died. Spider-Man, gone. <laughs> so sad. Saddest part of that fucking movie. 
Yeah, oh my god. Where he David tenanted it. Yeah, and right as Doctor Strange was like, you know, disintegrating off into oblivion, he said, I'm sorry, this was the only way. So I think that because Peter dies this time around, in the next one, when everything gets fixed, I think all the I OGs guess. are gonna die. Which is why for the second movie we're gonna have two bingo cards. One will be who do you think will be resurrected from who was killed, and the other one will be who is officially dead dead now that the movie and the whole uh, plot line was over. Now that the arc is over, who's actually dead dead and who was just, like, not dead dead? Both my bingo cards are going to be the exact same. <laughs> You're not going to change your bingo card? But, oh, <laughs> No! <laughs> Dang it. No, because one bingo card has to be only the ones that died. Yeah, and I'm like, here. Whatever's going to be will be. <laughs> Whatever will be will be. Maybe we should have stakes on it. Like the winner gets something. I thought we were going to sit there and have a nice T-bone. Steak? <laughs> are you, like maybe are like, you trying to distract me with my love of fun like, right now? Like, ma- like maybe uh, while we decide all these names, let's just have some nice uh, ribeye. Ribeye? Maybe, you know what, if you hadn't gotten the Pickle Rick Funko Pop, I would say that we could have. Like, the winner gets the Funko Pop. <laughs> you know, or like, that's what I'm saying, maybe we could buy something that mean you both really, really want, but we can't determine who wants it or who gets to have it in the room. So then the winner gets to have it. Or I could go out and buy what I want. Yeah, but that takes the fun out of it. I'm trying to think of something that would make it have stakes because you don't care about the bingo and it makes me sad because I really cared going in and mom really cared. You were the only one that didn't give a shit and you got like three bingos. Yeah, I did get three bingos. Got all the dead people. And I have a feeling if you didn't get anybody, you would have been like the exact same. You, yeah. you didn't give a shit. It wasn't fun for you at all. I agree. <laughs> Why do you have to be such a party pooper? I'm not a party pooper. You're such a party pooper. Nah. Yeah. Such a party pooper. The biggest pooper of the part. A super duper pooper scooper. That's what you are. (laughs) That's exactly what you are. Well, anyways. (laughs) What was your favorite part? Of Infinity War. Favorite part. The whole movie was fucking awesome. Personally, I don't... There wasn't a section that I loved because it was so heartbreaking and then hilarious. So, I think I have a favorite funny moment and I have a favorite, like, sad, dramatic moment. So, it's for a funny moment. Uh, the scene with Thor and them talking about his muscles. With Drax saying, yeah. you're a dude. Yeah, you're a dude. Is he's a man. man. And he's like, he was carved by the gods. He's a combination of an angel and a pirate. The and pirate he, angel. Yeah, a pirate angel. And then he's like, oh, I've got muscles. You're one sandwich away from being fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, that, well, I'm just going to buckle down now. That whole scene. I'm going to commit. Right? That whole scene. I'm going to bow flex. <laughs> The whole scene with uh, Thor interacting with the Guardians was perfect. Rabbit. But I'm not sure if that's just because I like the Guardians because I also really enjoyed the scene where he wasn't moving. How long have you been there? For an hour. 
I mastered the art of invisibility uh-huh. by moving, very, by moving very, very, slowly. very, very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> we can see you moving. No, you cannot. She comes in. Hey, Drax. It's a video. I mean, come on. Also, I'm not sure if it's just because I love the Guardians so fucking much that I loved that scene. Or that I loved every funny scene that they were in. Because there were other funny moments, yeah, but none of them sparkled that way. Uh, are you copying the way I'm speaking? No, I am not oh, copying the way Jesus, you're speaking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Starlord was such a, like... A tool? A tool! He was such a tool. Super tool! Hey, is Footloose like the best movie ever? <laughs> it never was. <laughs> like that coming out of Peter, I was like, dang! <laughs> Throwing a shade. You know that really old movie where the aliens pop out of the chest? <laughs> oh my god, I was I was so mad. I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking kid. Right? Fucking millennials. <laughs> but he's not even a millennial, he's after millennials. Uh, I don't know what after millennials are called yet. They haven't been criticized enough in society for uh, me yeah. to know. Which is funny because people confuse millennials with these ones. With these. The, the, with the, the, uh, the other ones are eating Tide Pods. <laughs> they are not millennials. Millennials ate cinnamon. Yes. And, and ice and, buckets. And a millennial I don't think is under 22 or something. Yeah. Something like that. I'd have to look it up. It's like every it's thirty year because I did a whole presentation on that in school, on generational analysis and shit. Yeah, but like I like their scenes, but nobody made me smile like, like the Guardians. Hmm. What was your favorite sad scene? The opening with Loki. Oh, yeah, where we lose him. Yeah, because I think Loki's death is going to stick. And I think Gamora's death is going to stick. Which sucks, because I really like Gamora. Uh, I really like Gamora, too. And Marvel needs more female characters that are just awesome. But the Guardians of the Galaxy shift out a lot. They change their members a lot. So It makes sense. It seems like a more jigsaw e-puzzle type thing. Yeah, so I was actually pretty positive that we were going to lose a couple Guardians, that maybe we'd only keep one or two. The first to lose all of them, but Rocket. That's yeah. crazy. And I know that it's supposed to be a half and half situation with Thanos killing everybody, but for I mean, what's the likelihood that every single if, if you got a fifty fifty shot at life, what's the likelihood that every single guardian was gonna die, but Rocket? John has three apples, and if you eat two, that how makes many, you a dick. How many? Because <laughs> you ate John's apple. <laughs> How many apples do you wish you had? <laughs> Answer People me that. People need to stop being addicted to John's apples. That's what they need. They need to stop that. John will share his apples. Yeah. If you asked John, I'm pretty sure he would have given you an apple. You didn't have to just eat them. Eat them. I thought they were for me. No. Because they put peanut butter all over it. That doesn't make it yours. Yeah. No. Just, just because you smear it. peanut butter on it doesn't but make it yours. I think that's... The equivalent of my name tag. And why? if you wrote your name in peanut butter on it, then I think it's yours. Okay. I'll remember that for next time. All right. What were your favorite moments? Well, I didn't really have a favorite moment. Moment. I mean, besides, like, the ones that you were listing, like, those are awesome. Yeah. And Spider-Man, his goodbye was... Tragic. Super tragic. And... 
But my favorite part about the movie was Thanos. Oh, yeah. Because I, you know me, and I love a fleshed out villain. Thanos was amazing. I love a villain I can understand. Like, I'm not saying I want to mass murder the, half the universe. But what I'm saying is I understand his mindset and where his logic is coming from. Yeah, because he was very analytical. Yeah. He watched he watched his planet die because they weren't willing to, according to him, they weren't willing to sacrifice enough people so the others could live. Yeah. So I completely, I, I, can, I can get it so he's not crazy. You know, which is or nonsensical, and and he's emotional. Like him losing that scene with Gamora. Yeah, the second she started off. laughing, being like, "You finally get your just desserts." I thought she was talking about the fact that he finally had to lose something he gave a shit about to get what he wanted. I didn't realize that she was like, "Haha, you don't love anything. That's going to be your one downfall." I'm like, "Oh, Gamora." I knew she was going to go there. I did not know that's where she was going. I thought it was obvious he loved her. I thought that's why she didn't like him was because he was weird and creepy. No, he yeah. I, I saw that it was going that way. No, the second he said, "Which made nice. me mad at her because the, I'm like, you're really stupid for the fact that you don't know." Yeah. The the second that he he did that fake shit to her and he was like oh so that's you're actually feeling sadness yeah you never know but it's good to confirm and i was like fuck he loves her yeah that's that's when i got it too because i was like uh, there's i i thought he had the same relationship with like nebula oh no he hates nebula yeah i know but that's what i thought because of uh, the last two movies yeah but then again in in the first guardians when he's talking to um you know, the first blue guy that we saw, the one that's played by Pushin' Daisies. Uh-huh. Um, he said, and you alienated my favorite daughter, Gamora, when he was scolding him for losing the Infinity Stone. I remember him saying that, but the fact that he was, that that we were just introduced with, uh, like, to that idea of Gamora and Nebula literally, like, killing each other as they were kids and which is why nebula is half robot uh-huh. or 75 percent robot well that was uh, revealed in the second guardians yeah okay in the second one that just made me think i i, I didn't think he cared about either of them oh because he had them fight each other yeah but he comes from like a warrior mindset True. So worthiness would be proven in battle. But still, I feel like they proved it after they replaced the first leg. <laughs> uh, I also thought that it proved that he loved her when Peter went to shoot her, like how she had begged him to, and Bubbles came out. I thought that was just spiteful. No, I thought that... Like, it was, this is going to be Bubbles. No, I thought it was because, of course, he wants to see what you're going to do because he's fucking Thanos. And he wants you to real. He wants to see your character. Like, I like you. Yeah, but he would never let any harm come to Gamora. He can change reality. Peter wouldn't have known what would have come out of it. He could have made glitter come out of it. Like a... He could have done anything. He could have made it fart if he wanted to. That would have been amazing. He made it fart. But that's what I'm saying. Is that he could have made it anything. Because Gamora was never really... Her life was never really at stake in that moment. That's why he told him to fucking do it. Yeah. He wanted to see. And I'm like, holy shit. Thanos loves her. And she doesn't even know that. 
That's why I was really mad. Yeah, and it made me angry that she was like, ha, there's nothing you love, so you can't get the soul stone. Yeah, it's like, why are you so like, stupid? Yeah, it, it kind of belittled her character a bit, because she was this, like, badass motherfucker before, and now you're like, mm. like I, I, I feel like Gamora would have seen through that. Yeah, I feel like she was sh- she should have. She might. I feel like she might have begrudgingly seen through it, but I could see her, like, being really still. As it hit her? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, I if I were to say yeah, that, that was a onesie, and I feel like I, I like I I would have edited. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, I would have edited out her little haha fuck you. Cause I thought she was saying like you're finally you're finally feeling pain that you the like even if it's just a modicum of the pain you've inflicted on others around you, you're finally gonna feel a cut. Hmm. That's where I thought she was going with it. But no. No, she went the opposite. But, you know, still amazing. What, uh, Josh Broylan? Broylan. He was, he was great. I loved him. I loved, I, I love. <laughs> you loved it? I loved it. Oh, my God. Because he was perfect, you know? And I totally get where he's coming from. Because when he was talking about that whole population decimation thing, it re- made me remember of that fact that I had read where it was like, if it wasn't for the Holocaust... Um, the population of the world would have been enough by now to have run out of all of its resources. So from that, I'm taking that you agree with Hitler. No, it's not. You know, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that that's what that's the first fact that came to my mind was I understand his mentality because if it wasn't for the Holocaust, we would have eaten all of our resources. But I mean, that was still an atrocious thing to happen and it should have never happened. Well, that's crazy. Like, I totally understand where he's coming from. But it's... It's it's, it's super dark mm-hmm. solution. It's super dark solution. That, that should be like a, 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 a nightmare situation that you go to. Like, find another way. Make it, like... If you need to restrict population growth, I totally understand that. Like, there, there are so many lesser evils before the ultimate, like, flipping of a coin. Yeah. Ugh. God, we lost so many people. So many, so many people died. I'm happy I had Nick Fury on my bingo card though, because yeah. we didn't see him the entire movie. The credits are coming up, and I'm like, man, maybe that Nick Fury thing was stupid. And then end credit scene, and I'm like, yeah, boy. Was Hawkeye even in this movie? No, uh, no. They talked about um, when they talked about the reason why Ant Man and Hawkeye weren't available. They said that they had to cut deals with the government, and they're out on parole because of their families, and the isolation was too much. That's why they weren't with Captain America and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that makes sense. I, for some reason, I just assumed it's because he was on parole. Ant Man. Yeah, well, Ant Man was on parole because you know, that's his whole thief. Yeah, that's his whole backstory and shit. But it makes sense. Also because they are the only ones of the people who chose Captain America's side who had families. That is that is true. So, Jack Tag. What do you likey? Me likey the Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mostly because it's just a dollar, and you can get very, very drunk, and go walk around and start shopping for things. At a swap meet. At a swap meet. Yeah. It's just uh, that's all my idea of a good time. I think it would feel like a bard in a video game. 
going from like stall to stall. Show me your wares. Yes. It's so much fun. <laughs> Okay. I love it. I love it. I, I think you would some, like farmers markets too. I got some bomb kitty ears, mm-hmm. and I got a cool pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. He, he was is, so cute. You got the wrong pickle Rick. I got the one that was there. It's the wrong one. It's not the wrong one. It's, it's perfect. The, it's the wrong pickle Rick. He we we promised each other that you would get one pickle Rick and I would get a pickle Rick because there's two Funko Pops and you got the one that I called dibs on. Um. Well. I already have it. It was a gift, and I love it so much. So, I just have to get you the other one. Or you can get this one, too. We'll both have the same one. It won't matter. Two Pickle Ricks is better than, than one Pickle Rick. You don't matter. <laughs> I would say I do. This is my likey, so I matter. Fine, but when it's my likey, you don't matter at all. <laughs> But yeah, it's super fun, and they know, and they have some like live performers and shit. Like they had a Leonard Skinner cover band. That oh, sounds like fun. And yeah, they were really good too. I was just thinking, like the lead singer, if he wants, he can go join uh, Guns N' Roses when Axel quits again. <laughs> Are you sure you just didn't think it was good because it was live? I mean, but they were really good for being live. Like they sounded just like the originals. That's good. Yeah. So honestly, they're really good. Made me realize that I really do like Led Zeppelin. Uh, you know when you, you listen to a band and you don't realize how many songs are theirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened to me with Queen. Because, you know, I was... I was, you know... A silly poor boy. I'm just a poor boy. Yeah. I have no Living sympathy. Living in a fantasy. <laughs> Out of touch with reality. Mm-hmm. Easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. <laughs> Anywhere the wind blows, it doesn't really matter to me. Yes. Yeah. No, because I didn't realize how many songs that I loved were Queen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like that, that, that. Okay. There. Oh, then I'm just a fan then. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so what do you like, Eastby? Ah, uh, you know what Miami likey is. Huh. You should know what Miami likey is. My anime came back. Oh. Yay. That's right. It's the new season. And if uh, I know I talk about anime a lot on this program. It's just because, like I said, just because you you don't watch it doesn't mean that it's not a good medium. It is a good medium. Don't turn your head at me like that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so um, there were a couple shows that came back, like Tokyo Ghoul and My Hero Academia, and they have their season threes, so... I'm in another anime bump right now with all my new freshness. And I'm happy because it's getting mainstream enough to where I can actually get the episode the same day it drops in Japan. So I don't have to wait like two years for it to get an English dubbing. Because they're popular enough to warrant a, to have a market here in the West. Yay. Yay. So you don't have to wait for anime anymore. Yay. Commercialization of the things you love. Yay. Easy access to things I like. So, uh... That's my me like you. Cause Squee is full of anime. She's an anime nerd. So that's not that's not that's an Annie nerd. That's not that's not a thing. An Annie nerd. That's not a. I'm I'm just trash because I like anime. That's how it works. Annie nerd. <laughs> anime is trash and so am I. You're Annie trash. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.